Welcome back to The Hive. I'm Cami, And I'm Caleb. And we're The, the Beasons. So this episode is going to be a little bit of a fun one. We're going to do something a little bit different. We're not going to do sharing stories or, you know, talking about that kind of stuff like we have been. Well, I'm sure stories will get involved. <laughs> well, yes. Okay. But not like, you not know. set in stone Yes. Story. Yes. Yeah. Not set in stone. Um, we're just going to do some fun questions. But before we get on to that. We are going to share a little bit about our weekend. This this weekend we was pretty just relaxed. We really didn't do much no, of anything. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, we just like grocery shopped. We did our typical Saturday breakfast, just us though. My dad wasn't in town or anything. Just our little family and Chick-fil-A. Two unexpected guys nights, basically. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Caleb got two guys nights in a row back to back. Hey, she got a she got a girl's day. What? Um, no, yesterday. night. So... <laughs> night was not a girl's day. And so I no, left I... at five thirty. <laughs> Thank you. So, no, so I had a uh, a quick dinner with some of my workout buddies to celebrate one of the guys getting married uh, on Saturday night, and then Sunday we had a men's group at church where we met at a local restaurant and um, ate food there. So I kind of had two guys nights, and then yeah, last night Kimmy okay. got to go out with some friends. So we just got we did finally, yeah. It was nice, yeah. We, so had we both kind of got some free from kid time. Yes, uh, much weekend, needed. Which was nice. Much it's always, needed. If you're a parent, especially with toddlers, <laughs> you know how much sometimes that free from kid time is nice. And so, oh yes, it was a uh, especially as moms. I feel like it's so much easier for the guys, for dads, just to be like, all right, see ya. I'm gonna go hang out with the guys. But for us moms, we have to think about so much more, and we can't just up and leave all the time. So for especially for my friends, like. All of us, we all stay at home with our babes and like some of them have older kiddos, so they homeschool too. And so it's just like trying to get everybody's schedules meshed together and trying to find an open night that one of us isn't doing something is is very <laughs> uncommon. So we finally, we got, we were able to blow yesterday. And so we all very much cherish that time yeah. together. Otherwise not, it was a very laid back weekend, nothing yeah. too crazy, nothing too exciting. And so, um, yeah, so that was kind of our week. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too much to share on that. No, front. no, so, quick and quick and simple. So we will jump right into the episode. Yeah. Then I'll let you start us off. Sounds good. Well, basically this episode, I don't know if you guys have ever like heard or of watched. Of course they've heard well, of you it. Might, some people might not have. This is, say. it's like the newlywed game where you kind of ask these questions. I don't know who, who hasn't heard of that. There, there could be somebody out there. You never know. And so, um, if you don't know, sometimes they bring like an old couple, like, a. uh, couple who's kind of middle-aged and a young couple um, to ask questions back and forth about each other. And we thought it would be kind of fun to go back and forth and uh, ask each other questions. And yeah. we'll both probably give our side to both questions, but um, neither one of us know what the other has question-wise. And so um, this is going to be raw. It's going to be unprepared. <laughs> and so we're, we're, we don't know what's coming from yep. each of us. And so, uh, yeah, so we'll get started. And so... Um, like I said, I'll start with the first question, then we'll give Cam the chance to answer. Then if I need a rebuttal or want to give my answer, then I'll come in behind and then uh, vice versa. Then she can ask a question and, and go back and forth. So we're going to start off with um, my very first question oh, is, boy. I'm nervous. what is your spouse, which would be me, what's my love language? Physical touch. Why is that? Because you're always touching me. <laughs> it's always a boob grab or a butt grab or butt slap or something. Whereas it comes to, it comes to a point where some days I just have to be like, please just stop. Like I have been touched out. I'm touched by your children all day long. And you two just adding to the mix is just, it's it's too much sometimes. Well, when you got a smoking okay. hot wife, okay. you, you can't control it sometimes. And so... So that's that's definitely true. My my top love language is definitely physical touch. And so um, if I had to say yours, yours has switched throughout the years. Mm -hmm. um, I would say right now it's a mix of quality time and words of affirmation for you. Yeah, like that's what I would say too. You definitely want like date nights and things like that. Yeah. Like that's something that that you thrive on. And then mm -hmm. also. You're very much the type where you need words of motivation, you need words of uh, compliments and things like that. And so I would say it's a mix of uh, yeah, quality time mixed with uh, words of affirmation. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I was that way very early on, words of affirmation, when we were dating, especially in newly married. And then that changed um, until 
we had kids <laughs> and if you are a mom you totally get it like you just want to be told that you're doing a good job you want to be told that your husband's proud of you that you know if, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom like especially you know that you feel like you don't accomplish anything throughout the day even if you do even if you're raising your kids like it just doesn't feel like it a lot of times you get to the end of the day and you're like what did I do today so it's just nice to be told that you know proud of me that you're you're doing a good job like it's nice nice to hear so we're spot on so we both answered that one properly and so all right you're up okay what is my worst habit your worst habit um I think you don't have that many bad habits that I can think of um probably the one that (laughs) probably the one that that drives me the most much I don't even know if you know this makes me mad but instead of using like toenail clippers like cammy will just pick them with her with her fingers and like i'm very like meticulous about like cutting my nails and my toenails like and so i don't like long nails but cammy will just be sitting there while i'm trying to watch a show just picking and picking and picking it just the sound of it the thought of it like it just it's just like something that i do when i'm bored or just like mindlessly like i don't even like think about it half the time it's just like i have to be doing something with my fingers usually most of the time or my hands and so Another reason why I don't want to film this podcast ever because you probably, probably would see that at some point. <laughs> but I yeah, I would agree with that. And so that's probably that's probably my biggest habit. I'm like, yeah. go get the fingernail clippers, like, or go get the toenail clippers. Yeah. Like, They're just never close by. My hands are always there. I'll probably volunteer to go get them. <laughs> okay, it, it's that bad. Okay. And so, what's mine? If, if uh, you have a rebuttal on that. <clears throat> leaving your clothes wherever the heck you are in the house he will just walk into our bedroom at night and strip off and just toss stuff wherever the dresser the bed the floor the the end of the bed little um i don't even know what you call ottoman like just wherever and that drives me so so crazy especially there, when our laundry basket is literally right outside our bedroom door literally so there's a thought process behind it no there, there's yep, there is so clean clothes go in the closet and you hang them up your dirty clothes go in the hamper and the ones that are borderline clean slash dirty those are ones that get thrown in the mix because they're too dirty to but go back you in your don't clean closet put those on again until they go through the you wash know, sometimes i do you no never you know. don't a, it could happen no you don't oh what if, what if i'm in an emergency and i need to grab a shirt there's one you of- have fifty thousand of them in your closet <laughs> i think you'll be okay that is just that is one thing i it has been nine years we've been married and that is one thing i just will not get over it drives me nuts oh it just irks me, especially when our laundry is literally right around the corner of our bedroom door. That is the thing. Like, if it were downstairs, okay. Like, okay, maybe. Maybe I'd go a little easier. But literally two steps. Reach out the door, toss it in. It's not that hard. I think some people will be on my side on this it's one. It's not that hard. It's, it's a laundry method. No, no. All right, so mine's next. Who is the better driver? Uh, depends on what we're talking better. It depends on what that would mean. Who is the more conscious one and pays attention to speed? Me, for sure. Um, <laughs> if we're talking about like driver on like ice and snow, that type of stuff, like probably you, just because I don't like driving on, I hate driving on ice. And it just, not that it scares me, it's just I don't like the feeling of not being able to like control the car mm-hmm. well enough. So it's funny because when I was writing up these questions, that was actually my thought i was like cammy's the more like conscientious driver of like she's only been pulled over one time in her life i've been pulled over too many times to count in my life um and like i can get a little my adhd just has me looking at all sorts of things so sometimes i don't notice as much and so but when it comes to like skilled driving like i would say i'm better so i would say cammy's the more conscientious driver i'm more the skilled driver yeah yeah so i think we're on the same page on that one All right, you're up. Okay. Well, what is my biggest fear? Ooh, your biggest fear. Um, not living up to your own expectations. That's a deep one. That but a deep one. I would say not living up to your own expectations. Cammy's very goal-oriented. She's very... Um, I'm a three on the Enneagram. Yeah, you say, she's you like more that. of a type A personality <laughs> yeah. where, like, she wants all of her ducks in a row. She wants mm-hmm. a plan. Like, and, and when she doesn't live up to what her thoughts and expectations are then she beats herself up over it me like if something bad happens i'm like 
whatever. Like <laughs> next, give me like the next day, and we'll just do something different. Yeah. And so, but Cammy will let it eat at her. And so, I would say her biggest fear is not living up to her own expectations. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So, what's my biggest fear? You don't really have like a specific. I mean, like, okay, Caleb's afraid of freaking emus <laughs> and spiders. But it's more just like, I, we're talking like, I don't know, like you're not afraid of heights. You're not afraid of like no. skydiving or no. anything like that. So you don't really have any like deep fears no. either. I don't, I don't really get scared of anything yeah. like, like besides emus and spiders. spiders. Those are the only thing yeah. that really will uh, make oh, you scream like a girl. birds. He hates oh, if we're outside and a bird flies over his head. He will literally <laughs> dart running off. He will just run off to go inside or under a tree or something. So I have PTSD. <laughs> and the reason it is is because when I was a kid, I was hanging out with my friend Ryan. We were playing catch in his driveway. And one time a flock of geese flew over. And I was probably, I don't know, 10, 11, somewhere around that age. And a flock of geese flew over. And I'm mid-throw throwing the baseball. And all of a sudden just a green substance... <laughs> splatters in my forehead and slides down my nose and so uh so i was like right i gotta go like i gotta i gotta go wipe this off and so i ran back to my house wiped it off and cleaned off and then i'm not even kidding probably about a month or two ago i was pushing right on a swing at our friend's house and all of a sudden this purple substance flies out of a tree splatters from the side of my head down the back of my shirt and it gets on red so this bird pooped on me and Rin, and so Birds just have a. And that one, though, that one stayed. Like, Caleb yeah. took his shirt off when we got home and it stayed. I had, I had, <laughs> yeah, I had purple blobs of, like, it was so like bad. Stain on my chest from that bird. Like, it was, yeah. I, that bird must have had some berries, berries or, something. or something. But so, yeah, birds, if I'm not afraid of birds themselves, but if they're flying overhead, you will probably see me find cover because <laughs> that is a fear of mine. Oh, and yes. so, that's a good one. All right. What is the weirdest gift I've ever oh, given you? I saw this question too, but I didn't put it. Um, I don't know. You always just like, I tell you exactly what I want. Okay. Caleb isn't. Oh, so one thing that <laughs> so I am not a gifts are so far down my love language. I think it is so sweet if someone gets me a gift, but it's never something I'm like desiring. Like I don't like I'm not the type that's like I want you to get me a gift for our anniversary and birthday and Valentine's and like Christmas and all of that. Like I don't genuinely care if you do or don't. But so usually for like Christmas or birthdays, I'll just tell Caleb, hey, this is this is what I'm wanting. Like, is it okay if I order it or is it okay if I get it? Like, and that's usually how I get my gifts. <laughs> But, she makes Christmas and birthdays pretty easy on me. Because a lot of times she'll just be like, hey, Caleb, I've seen this on Amazon. And I really want it. Can I get it for my birthday? And I'm like, yeah, I just order it. <laughs> like, yeah. That's pretty much it. Much. Now, for Christmas, obviously, someone we, we want packages under the tree. Yeah. But she'll usually still tell me I'll like tell you six things. or seven things she yeah. wants. And I'll kind of make a decision from there. Yeah. But, I don't know. I You've never gotten, I mean, if nothing. you've picked out something, it's never been like weird or crazy or yeah. anything like that. Usually it's that. either like clothes or a yeah. snack Kimmy likes yeah. or I think she'll like uh, something like that. But that's true. I don't think I've ever picked out necessarily a weird no. off gift for you. The reason I put this on there though is because I had to talk about what Kimmy got me for Christmas one year. Uh, this was two Weird. years ago. Okay. And, yep. uh, I know and I I <laughs> always wanted a bidet for my toilet. And so I was I told her that's what I wanted. I didn't think I would get it. I just talked about it throughout the year. I was like we really yeah. need a bidet. Like we really need to get a bidet. And so the main gift she got me for Christmas that year uh, was a bidet. And if you don't have one in your house, go buy one. They're magical. <laughs> and so I won't go into too much detail on it, but get yourself a bidet. It'll change your life. It'll save you tons of money on toilet paper. And they're actually really affordable, too. Yeah, they're like, not bad. It's not crazy expensive at all. No, they're not bad. And so yeah. get one, try it out. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. If I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, what would it be? Hmm, I would say probably like a either I, it's gonna be one of these two things. It's either going to be a salad with like salmon in it, like a salmon salad, I would assume, or like she loves making smoothies, like and that's like her almost go-to every single morning. So I would either say smoothies or a salmon salad. Those are good options, but if I could only eat something for the rest of my life and not care, it'd be about ice cream, it all, probably. 
it'd be froyo oh fro yep froyo or ice cream yep i love froyo <laughs> and they took away every single one of our froyo places here minus one on the east side that is not even good yep. <laughs> and it would never has been gosh that made me so sad <laughs> yeah we so used to have sad. a tradition of going to get like froyo every weekend and yeah. so um yeah that's true if i could only eat one thing for the rest of my life oh. what would it be that would be hard because you there's not like one certain food that like you like you have your like like three or four staples that he eats every single week i would probably say tacos yep tacos in a very close second would be a juicy cheeseburger I, but be, you don't always get those when you go to restaurants yeah it just depends on the restaurant but yeah tacos and cheese anything with beef really that's one thing i tell came out i'm like i'm just craving beef like I'm a big beef addict, and so um, tacos, burgers, anything like that, I'm game for. So, gotcha. All right, this is a fun one. Oh, boy. Is your spouse more like their mom or their dad? I saw this one, too. Um, you, so this is hard because you have more of your mom's funny side but you are very compassionate and loyal, just like your dad. So I would say you're a good half of each. Yeah. I would agree with that. Because you really don't lean more on one way or another. Because like your mom is more strong and like strong-willed and like that not afraid of confrontation. Mm -hmm. And you were definitely not like that <laughs> at yeah. all. And your dad's the opposite. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. For you, you are um, definitely a 50-50 split as well. Um, Cammie's mom, she would, like, Cammie gets her parenting from her mom. Like, the, like, the, the, the cooking and the baking with Rin and, like, the way she approaches, like, discipline with the kids. She definitely gets that uh, from her mom. And, uh, honestly, like, looking at Cammie and watching Cammie a lot of times, it's like, it's like watching her mom. I grew up with their family. So, I always say, like, I feel like I'm living with her mom sometimes. Um, but at the same time, uh, Cammy has a way more stubborn side, which comes from her dad, um, and a way more, I guess you could, I'm trying to think about this, like how to word this, but very, like her mom would trust anybody, would like, anybody mm -hmm. walk all over her, like, and stuff like that. Cammy won't let people walk all over her, like Cammy will cut them off, and so she gets that from her dad. So I would say she's a good 50-50 split because um, she parents and uh is a wife and a mother like her mom, but she gets her stubbornness and her strong will from her dad. Yeah, I would agree. And so, nope. Um, okay. What is my idea of the perfect, of the perfect romantic evening? Romantic, perfect evening. So Cammy and I aren't super big, like, like extravagant date people. Yeah. Um, and so I would say if I was going to pick a date night for Cami that was custom made for her, it would include dinner, probably like at a, a salad or healthy eatery place. Um, and then like a walk, someplace like a walk by the river or like you walk through the mall. Sometimes we'll go do that. And then wrapped up if there's Froyo in town with Froyo, but if there's not Froyo, some sort of dessert or ice cream. And I would say that would generally be how you would set up a date night but that's a date night this is a perfect romantic oh, romantic evening, evening. Uh, for a romantic evening with cammy that would just be get rid of the kids somehow um <laughs> like pawn them off to somebody else and uh honestly i mean that would do mostly enough for cammy and then i mean that he could do either a I mean, Cammy's not a light the candle kind of person. <laughs> um, and so I would just say just quality time talking together, talking about life and goals. And like I said, find a babysitter for the kids so she can kind of get them off her back for a little bit. And so. Yeah, probably so. I'm not a huge, neither of us are huge romantics into, into that. I would like sometimes for someone to be a little bit more romantic, but. Cute taken. It is what it is. <laughs> you're so i mean yeah my answer would be the same for you like you're not caleb is not the let's go to a fancy dinner let's wine and dine let's dress yeah. up all nice and light candles and all that and he's yeah. not that at all so nope. yeah 
our our idea of romance is probably what some are like. Uh, that is not even close. Yeah. Is what some people think. That's what's funny. Is like some people like for their anniversaries, they will go out for like these fifty, hundred, two hundred dollar meals. And me and Cammy will go to like a local restaurant that's like ten, fifteen bucks. Yeah, like, and that's yeah. our anniversary dinner. So like, yeah. I don't know. We have this philosophy like where we don't eat fancy just because my thought process is I'm gonna just eat it and that's gonna be the end of it. And I don't like eating my money. Yeah. And so I just have never been an extravagant like mm-hmm. fancy eatery place like I, i've never liked that or really enjoyed them honestly i get just as much joy eating a mcdonald's cheeseburger as i do eating like a fancy expensive whatever it is yeah. and so um so yeah so we're just we're not the super romantic like date night type usually you'll just find us on a date night going to dinner walking around a mall or walking around someplace and then getting dessert and that's that's a lot of it mm-hmm. so all right if your spouse had to choose an actor to play themselves in a movie, oh, who would they choose? <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, for you, uh, probably Zac Efron. Yep. Without a doubt. <laughs> but if it was an older version of me, who would it be? Hugh Jackman. That's right. Zac Efron and Hugh Jackman. Right. Those are my boys. His boys, as he says. Yep. If there's any movie with Zac Efron and Hugh Jackman, I will go watch that movie. They're the coolest guys in the most straight way possible. Like they're the coolest actors. Like, and so that's why the greatest showman is one of the greatest movies of all time because it had both of them in it. And so, yep. In the most straight way possible. I would want Zac Efron to play younger Caleb, even though he looks nothing <laughs> like, like me. And then I, and Hugh Jackman doesn't look like me either. No. But I would want him to play older Caleb. And so, oh, but, oh Lord for you. I have no clue. I have not even a clue. <laughs> I don't um, know. Uh, Honestly, like a younger Cammy, like honestly, like I know she's only acting like one or two things, but Taylor Swift would probably be like a good, like for oh, a young geez. Cammy, like because you guys looked very similar, especially when like, I was when we blonde. Were, when we, yeah, when you were blonde and when when we were in our dating hair. age, like you were very Taylor Swift esque. And so, um, if Taylor Swift got back into acting, I would say her. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. You don't really have Cammy doesn't really have like a favorite actor no. or anything like that, and so it's hard to say, but. Yeah. Good question. Um, what is one word that you'd use to describe me? One word. Um, driven is what I will hmm. say. Uh, because with Cammy, like once she gets her mind on something, it's getting done. House project, mm-hmm. she thinks of it in her head. If I don't jump on board, she's going to do it without me. Yep. If uh, Cammy has a goal she wants to hit, like fitness wise, like even if I'm like take a rest day, she's like, nope. I'm going to go up and do what like if they're so Cammy is very driven when it comes to every, like, and if, if you're not going to get along on the train with her, then she's going to leave you behind and just do it herself. Yeah. And so, um, I would say probably driven would probably be the best word. That's a good one. Um, for you, I'd probably say joyful. Caleb is like joyful or if we're talking like just any word, like that's like, that's like a nice, like, good word but if we're talking like any i would say sarcastic <laughs> but anybody that knows caleb he is just the life of the party always has to have spotlight on him wants to make everybody laugh is always joking around but that also ties into joyful because he's always happy he's always like he never lets anything get to him he never lets anything get him down like he lives by the motto like if it doesn't it's not gonna bother me in a year it's not worth worrying about and which is good and 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 not in the same in the same context but anyway it, it is good so i would say joyful i was a theater kid in high school and so i definitely do enjoy the spotlight and i like making people laugh so that's probably a good one and so all right let's see here if i wasn't doing my current job what would be my dream career working something with baseball at a baseball stadium coaching doing something with baseball Agreed. Yeah, I uh, those of you who don't know, I worked at a with for their baseball team for eight years, uh, substituted on and off for ten years. Um, but I love that. It was technically my dream career, but it just didn't pay the bills year round. Yeah. Um, if it paid the bills year round, I'd honestly probably still be yeah. there today. Um, but yeah, working in baseball, I love the game of baseball. Um, I was a clubhouse manager for a team here in town for a minor league team, which is basically a fancy word for being a team mom, yeah. doing their laundry doing their errands getting them food and so that's where we uh, spent the whole three years of our dating life yeah every summer lived at the ballpark and so but i loved it uh the long hours were worth it like it didn't pay well but it was because i loved doing it that's the reason i kept doing it for eight years and so 
which yeah. means since he did it, I got to help out too. Yep. Yep, Kim even if I wanted to see seasons. him during the summer, yeah, I did, but that was before yeah. we dated. But when we were dating, if I wanted to see him in the summer, I had to go to the ball field mm -hmm. and help, yep. help him work. And I would go in the dugout and help bring in food. I would help do laundry, help clean up. Yeah, yeah. fun times. For you, um, well, Kimmy has always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, so she's accomplishing mm -hmm. that. But if it's actually like a career, I would say definitely like fitness training, personal training. I mean, she loves what she does now, which is like social media influencer mm. work and partnering with brands and stuff like that. So she loves yeah. that. But I would say if there's like a dream career, it would probably be like some sort of like fitness instructor, personal trainer, something like that. It would definitely probably be something with fitness. However, I don't want to train clients, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I, so what you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> if I knew, I probably would be doing it <laughs> on top of being a mom. <laughs> I don't know. I love fitness and I love, like, I do love helping people, but I don't want to train clients. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That that part of it just does not appeal to me. I want to help people in a in a different way with fitness. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, though. So, I don't know. No, but that's not good. All right. How would you describe me on our wedding night? <laughs> you don't have to make this raunchy no, either. We'll, we'll keep this PG-13. <laughs> yes. Um described on our so for those we talked about in a previous episode cam and i waited for marriage yes. um and so um we didn't have any sort of uh, relations or anything like before marriage minus kissing was like the only yeah. and so uh i'll keep this appropriate <laughs> but i will say it was like unwrapping a present like is the best thing i could think of like no it's supposed to be how would you describe oh, me describe you a present Okay. It was a gift from the okay. Lord above. And okay. so, yep, it was a gift from the Lord above. And, uh, no, and so, uh, it I was, think that means, like, how would you describe me? Like, how, like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like my behavior or my character, or I, I don't know. So, if we go back to, so it's just for the wedding night? Yeah. On the wedding. I night. would say nervous would probably be. Yeah, that's a good one. The word for, like, if I'm going for a specific word, just because, like I said, the weird thing about, waiting for marriage is your whole life or at least in more of a conservative christian household yeah. you're told that like sex is wrong sex mm -hmm. is wrong sex is wrong like don't even think about it until you're married don't think about it until you're married and like so honestly even once we got to that point of being able to do it in a christian way like it still felt wrong and it yeah. still like was very almost nerve-wracking and yeah. so um quick little tangent that's why one thing kim and i want to do is kind of change with our kids as they get older is change the approach to mm -hmm. sex like and not necessarily treat it as it's something that's wrong but treat it as it's a gift that you want to give to your future spouse yeah. like teach them there's consequences in the context of marriage like yeah in the context that of marriage a beautiful and, thing yeah and uh because like i said the way we grew up not like i said i think it was just kind of the 90s yeah. christian way of raising kids but it was just very much like it's bad it's wrong don't even think about it yeah. like don't talk about it and, and there so, wasn't any talk outside of that it was just no. it was wrong it was bad you wait till marriage that yep. was it and so we didn't really understand why mm -hmm. or why it was wrong or you know all of that so mm -hmm. that's yeah and so yeah i would probably say nervous but if it, in mm -hmm. a good way i would say it was like a present so, <laughs> but that's how you would you view me yeah because man that was a long wait and so <laughs> okay. but all right what about me what would be your <laughs> i would say eager <laughs> you ain't wrong that would probably be the best word to describe you that whole day yep you ain't wrong i mean honestly the wedding reception could have been 15 minutes and i would have probably been happy with it like um only thing that was awkward this is a funny little story oh, is when we were leaving our wedding reception i told cammy like before i was like like we're, we obviously had a decent long wedding reception but i was like i don't want it to be like this four or five hour long darn out wedding reception obviously i was eager for some uh activities and uh but the weird thing is we did like our exit line where people get on the yeah. each side and uh, they cheered us out and stuff like that and the awkward thing about when you when everyone knows you waited for marriage is everyone knows what you're about to go drive off and do and then at the end of this line her dad's standing there so i have to like shake her dad's hand like right before yeah. and he knows what i'm about to go do like and so it's just the most awkward situation like for those of you who waited for marriage like kudos to you but yep. you guys can stand with me on how awkward it is yep. like leaving your wedding knowing everybody knows where you're at but the fun thing about that night is um you guys obviously know my love of baseball um our hotel room we were in was uh, on a game night in wichita that overlooked right into the baseball field like and so which was the only night 
I will ever get him up to myself without ha- without having to watch a baseball game while yeah, a baseball game was going on. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't on. really worried about the baseball game. I mean, it was cool to <laughs> see the view. Night. It was cool to see the view. We were way up high. Like in this, it's one of the few yeah. skyscrapers we have in town. Um, but I could care less what was going on down there. But I was eager, as Cammie said. <laughs> yeah. And so let's see here. Um, Got a whole list over there. I do have a list. Um, what is something... That will make your spouse cry. Makes you cry? Uh-huh. Goodbyes. Yep. Caleb <laughs> Caleb's not a crier, really. I mean, he's cried a good a good a good plenty of times. But a for sure way to get him to cry is by saying goodbye to like a family member that's came into town or somebody he doesn't get to see very often. Um, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. a surefire way. I think that just comes from uh, my family's from St. Louis, and so from a young age, like we were always very long distant from family. We moved to uh, we moved to Kansas when I was three or four, mm-hmm. and so just always having to say bye to family and living long distance from literally all family. We don't have any family here in Kansas. Uh, just from a young age, just hated byes, like to my grandparents, to my aunts, my uh, cousins and uncles, and all that. And so, um, yeah, like I get and I have a deep passion for people like i love people like i know in this day and age a lot of people are like i, I want to be all about me but i love other people and so like when kim and i were in ireland we had a, tw- a tour guide and we <laughs> love the guy amazing like we were with him for like what 10 days. days no for the tour seven yeah, days. seven days and so we were with him for a week but we spent a lot of time with him yeah. at dinners and like even leaving him in ireland like i was tearing up yep. like just because like i i build really strong connections and i even uh, at our NICU with the day we yeah. were leaving i was like see ya i do not want to come back to this place ever again like i was so happy to get out of there caleb's over there crying saying goodbye to like people we didn't even really like well it was just like i mean it was, it was an emotional day and then like <laughs> some, of, some of the nurses we did thoroughly yes. enjoy and so and yes. honestly they're part of our life for all day every day for 37 days and so like i don't know like i said and then some of the nikki nurses we had late night talks with and stuff like that and so i just believe in building deep connections with people and so when that time comes to break off that connection it hurts my little heart all right and so (laughs) and so uh yeah so that's probably definitely mine uh for you know for cammy it's i have a lot yeah um (laughs) I've gotten more emotional as the years have gone on. I agree. I will say, yeah. but just because of life events, yeah. stuff that's happened. Yeah, I would definitely say not to make this like super deep, but any sort of movie that has some sort of sickness or yeah. cancer or something like that will make Cammy cry just because of her experience with her mom. And yeah. so, because um, we talked previous episode, Cammy's mom went through two bouts with cancer, mm-hmm. and so anything with cancer. And my grandpa related, had yeah. cancer, and my other grandpa had cancer. My other my other grandma had cancer, mm-hmm. and like yeah. There's been a lot of cancer yeah. in my family. And so anything that's sickness related, like, I know it's going to make cancer. Like, uh, what's that one movie with the, it, this one wasn't cancer related, but the six feet apart or eight oh, feet apart. Gosh. Like that one tore Cammy. So uh, five like, feet apart. Five feet apart. Yeah, that's what it is. Oof. But yeah, that one tore Cammy up. And so like any movie kind of like that, that has mm-hmm. like a medical inclination mm-hmm. to it, like that will make Cammy cry. Guaranteed. Yep, for sure. And so. All right, my turn. Uh, we kind of already talked about that one. How can you tell when I'm having a bad day? <laughs> so the way I can tell Cammy's having a bad day is if she's super standoffish. Like if I try to go like talk to her and she gives me like one word answers or if she just like I can tell she's just been her body language if she's very irritable like or like she just gets really short, like where she like I'll ask her something and she'll just be like, yeah, whatever. Like, and she just gets very like short like answers. Like that's how I know she is angry, um, just because like I said, her you it, you can just so Cammy's definitely a wear your heart on your sleeve type of person. Like if she's happy, you know she's happy. If she's mad, you know she's mad. If she's if she's sad, you know she's like she's very much a wear her heart on her sleeve. Um, unlike me, where I'm the same Caleb, twenty four hours a day. Like I don't really change, like my moods too often um but i would say you just get very short and very quiet like very quiet um and you don't want to talk to anybody and if you don't want to talk to someone that's how i know you're pissed off yeah usually it's because i it's not that i'm like trying to hold, push it all down or hold it all it's just i'm i process everything in my head and go over everything how i should say something how i should talk about a situation what i want to talk about if i am still thinking about it if i don't want to talk about like i very much 
am somebody that I have to process everything and think about it all before I can talk to anybody about it, Caleb or my girlfriends or anybody. Like I have to think about it a ton. So if I am frustrated or sad or angry or hurt, I definitely go quiet because I just don't, I don't want to talk because I don't know all of my feelings yet or how I should feel or so. I just, yeah, I want to be quiet and not talk. Yeah. Caleb's kind of, he, he is kind of the same way. You do get quiet also. That's kind of part of your personality, but then I can tell when it's just been an off day and you're just not yourself. You're not, you don't crack jokes. You're not grabbing my boob or my butt. You're just like. Sad that that's a sign. Yeah. Oh, I know. Especially when he's mad at me. Like not, and I know this question is like having a bad day, but like if I know he's like frustrated at me for something, he will, Caleb is, he is either, he goes zero to 60, I'll say. He's either all in or he is all out. And when he is not, he will literally, if he isn't frustrated with me, he won't even so much as to come within inches of me. He will make sure there is a good foot of distance between us, won't touch me, won't look at me. I'm like, okay, yep, I did something. He's (laughs) mad at me. It is not even a, you know, slight bump or a move or no, he is far away from me. That's when I know that at least. Well, when the love language shuts down, <laughs> that's when uh, you know something's off. And so, yep, yep, that's that's a pretty good one. Let's see here. If your spouse could change anything about themselves, what would it be? Okay, that question too. Uh, if you could change anything about yourself, mm-hmm. probably the fact that you can't grow a full beard. <laughs> <laughs> that is something you've yeah. always complained about. Yep. And so, yeah, that's definitely it. Like for my whole life, I've all I can, if you, well, if you know me in person, I can just have this thin little chin strap and it's just still patchy. Um, <laughs> and so that's all I can ever grow. Like I can't grow a good mustache. I can't, nope. I, my, my mustache doesn't connect to my goatee no matter how, how hard I try. And so uh, it, it just, yep, that's probably it. If I could grow full, I get so jealous people who have full beards. Like I want to try it just one time. <laughs> But I don't think it's in the cards for me. I'm 32 years old, and I, it's not here yet. I don't think it's ever going to be. So, and so, nope. What about me? For you, there's two things. So one is, for the longest time, Kami, uh didn't like her itty-bitty titty committee. Um, and so... <laughs> That's not how you say it. Her small chest. Says, and so, I'm a part of the itty-bitty titty committee. Yep. And so... Cammy was self-conscious about that. And so for the longest time, she talked about getting a boob job, but then now we've read all the dangers and things of that. And so she's gotten off that train now. Now she's on the lip filler train (laughs) where she gets so mad because she claims weekly that people cannot see her upper lip. I can't. (laughs) If I don't have lip liner and a good lipstick, you cannot see my upper lip when I smile or talk. It just like sucks in. And so but I'm I'm terrified of her getting lip filler because I've seen some... (laughs) Awful, awful. Okay. Like people I, have freaking balloon lips. That and... is after years and years of getting it though, constantly. I don't want that. I just want a natural fuller lip. That's all. Nothing crazy. See, I just I just get nervous because like there's even celebrities <laughs> like, for instance, like Carrie Underwood. I used to have this huge celebrity crush on Carrie Underwood. And nothing wrong, she's still a pretty gal, but she's gotten lip fillers lately and she just looks But different. do you know for how long she's probably been getting them? A long time. But it could start addiction. What if you just keep getting them and then you got balloon lips? <laughs> That's not going to happen. That's what everyone says when they start. <laughs> That's what anybody who starts an addiction says. It's not going to happen to me. And sure enough, it does. No, so, you can tell me if I start getting balloon lips and I will stop. I don't think you would. You're strong-willed. We talked about this earlier. <laughs> I will. I, will, I am so self-conscious of myself. I know myself. I know when it would start to look bad. I know that. I mean, it's just the horror stories I've seen on TikTok. Have I ever done something to my face, makeup wise, or anything that's looked terrible like that? No, but you've never gotten mm. any things, processes done to your face. I have. Yes, I have. What did we go to Oklahoma for? No, Oklahoma. Texas for. In 2020, and crashed our car oh, on yeah. the way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I got microblading that's done to my eyebrows. Yeah, they were not good. But that was, but like, that was not my fault. But that wasn't really like a full enhancement. That was just no. But it was it was down. adding a fee. Yeah, yeah permanent. Like I still have part of it. 
It's supposed to only last a year. That's been three years. <laughs> and it was not good. Yeah, Carrie had to convince oh. me to drive all the way down to Dallas, Texas to go get her eyebrows microwaved. Yeah, that's a whole story. And in that's a whole story. Itself. We won't get into the whole length no. of it. But uh, the only way she convinced me to do it is because I could get in and out Burger while I was down there in Dallas. And yeah. so so we drove five hours there, five hours back in one day just yeah. to get her eyebrows microwaved for me to eat in and out Burger. Yep. And crashed our car along sure the way. Sure did. And so, all right. Uh, was that you or me? That was me. All right. So, let's see. Did your spouse have a catchphrase and if so what is it like a phrase that i use all the time a quote that oh, i use all the time gosh um, well you say um a lot but that's not a phrase i i mean you he quotes movies all the time or tick well he used to now it's tiktoks or vine when that was a thing um not like not just one there's a ton you say there's not just like just one certain one that like we have a friend that he would always he always had one that he would say mm-hmm. and but not you don't you don't have just one yeah i just like quoting movies a lot of times i'm yeah. like cam do you know what movie that was from and yeah. she's like yes of course i know what movie that was from like and i'm a like, hundred times with you yeah. yep and so movie quotes are definitely a love language of mine and so what about me um i don't you don't really have a no. phrase that you use consistently. Um, yeah, I can't think I of anything think so. that you frequently like repeat a lot. Cammy actually has a pet peeve of people who repeat phrases. Like if I tell her something twice, she's like, "You already told me." That's not like a phrase. That's just if you. Well, yeah, repeat that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why I'm saying you don't really have a catchphrase. You don't like when people no. repeat themselves, so you don't really have a phrase that you repeat. No, like if I've heard the same, st- like, well, that's because my mom would always forget. She would always tell everybody everything, so she would forget that she already told me this story and then I would hear it another like three times at least. I'm like, yeah, mom, I know you just told me that like two days ago. So yeah, I don't know. That's probably where that stems from. Okay. Um, let me see here. What do you like most about me? Are we talking personality or looks? Whatever you prefer. We'll touch on both. So personality, um, is definitely, we talked about it already, but Cammy's drive. Like if, if something, if someone needs something accomplished, like she's going to get it done. Like, and she does not like when people are lazy. She doesn't like when people um, aren't willing to help. Like she wants, like, and so I admire that about you because you're a go-getter, get them done person. And for like, for me, I'm not that type. I'm a very much laid back, like I'll get to it, but I'm going to get to it on my own time type of person. And so Kimmy is the I don't like this phrase, but the yin to my yang. Um, and uh, when it comes to that, like, is we balance each other out that way where I'm more laid back and she's more. So that's, that's why I would say I admire that about you. Um, uh, if we're going looks wise, obviously your face is beautiful. Um, oh, thank you. That's, that's that. And then I'm definitely a thigh guy too. And so thighs are my thing. And so... So your face and your thighs, and those would be, so that would be my two go-tos. Okay. And so what about me? Uh, well, I guess I'll have to do personality and look since you did that too. Um, I would say probably for looks, it's kind of a toss-up between your hair. Caleb has, I'm je- always jealous of his hair. His hair is so thick. It grows so fast. It is just not there. And so he's always had really good hair. Um, or his new bod that he's got going on. Now that he's losing the dad bod, he's getting in shape. Woo! And obviously me being into fitness, I very much prefer uh, who I am married to to be <laughs> in somewhat of physical shape. So I definitely, definitely love that. Um Personality-wise, probably that one's hard, too, because there's a lot that I love about him. Um, Probably the fact that Caleb is so caring and just compassionate and, I don't know, it's just like every, like, it's hard to explain, but, like, if there's, I don't know, something that I'm, like, concerned about or, like, frustrated about or something, like, he'll, like, 
talk with me through it and tries to help me through it, which sometimes I don't always want help. I don't want sometimes girls just want you to listen. They yep. don't want you to fix it. Yep. But then take notes. <laughs> but he is just very caring and he will listen to me through it and try to understand me and help me through it. And just the fact that he actually cares to do that. And because most guys are just like, well, that sucks. It sucks for you or, you know, figure it out or whatever. Like Caleb's not that type at all. He's very caring and just loyal and will always, always be a listening ear. So probably that. Good deal. All right. How does your partner tell, or how can you tell if your partner is in the mood? Oh gosh. <laughs> I know what you're going to say about me. <laughs> <laughs> but how can I tell if you're in the mood? Well, you're pretty much always in the mood if I say yes. Winner. Ding, 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 ding. Because you're always grabbing my boobs. You're always grabbing my butt. You're always touching me somehow throughout the day. Um, probably the, the most detailed how I can tell is you just start taking off my clothes. <laughs> Literally, we'll be sitting down watching TV or show or something and you will just push me forward if I'm like sitting against you or cuddling you. We're keeping this PG, all right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is. But I'm just saying, you'll literally just push up my back and just take my shirt off. And yeah. But, yeah. True. These are facts. <laughs> it's not true. These okay. are true. Yep. So for Cammie, oh, God. Cammie's primary time is late at night. Um, not late at night, but before bed. Um, and this is a common trend I've seen on Facebook <laughs> and on TikTok and Instagram. Where Cammy will roll over like she's going to sleep and then just keep backing that thing up and pushing it and backing it up and pushing it. And that is the way to tell that she's in the mood. She usually will not give a sign any other time of the day. Like I have no clue when she's in the mood or not because she will literally give me nothing to work with until if she's in the mood late at night. And that's the only way I can tell. Cammy is not a initiator if you will and so that's also because the last several years i three last three years i've either been pregnant or nursing or <laughs> chasing children kids, around. Never been an initiator. Mm, not a lot no and i think that also just like stems also from and again we'll get to this in another episode but probably i guess if, if you guys want <laughs> but stems from just growing up like that was never talked about at, mm. at our house like sex was we had the talk and that was it. It was never brought up anything else after that. Like, obviously, like, my parents showed affection, but it was never talked about as we got older, as as Caleb and I started dating. Like, nothing any more than that talk we had when we were very young. <laughs> so, for me, it was hard to just go from that to jumping into married life and just expected to talk about it and do it and you know show that I want to and like I I didn't know how like mm -hmm. I it's just been like the last few years that I've been more open about it and talking about it and what we like and don't like and like yeah because it's just not it wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't normal it was weird just to go from instantly to just married and all of a sudden like it's okay and you could talk about it and yeah I don't yeah. know yeah, I will say, like like I said, Kim and I both grew up in that era where just sex is wrong, don't do it. But at the same time, we both had that mindset, but our parents both went about it different ways. Yeah. Like, Cammie's parents literally had, like, one conversation when they were, like, what, 12, maybe? No, I was nine. And nine. And then never really honestly talked about sex no, ever again. again. No. Like, ever. And then my family, like, my family still believes sex is wrong, don't do it, don't do it. But my family is very open about talking about it. Like, and yeah. so um, we kind of want to take a best of both worlds approach when mm -hmm. we uh, have that time with our kids um but yeah and so just it's weird the way people are raised and how it affects that growing up all right uh, let's see here what is my guilty pleasure ice cream or frozen <laughs> cake <laughs> i'm surprised you actually got that yep because i would definitely say yeah so a weird fact about me <laughs> is i i like wedding cake and like birthday cake but it has to be a really good one and the best oh the best cake i've had so many different custom cakes and cakes from bakeries and stuff like no cake to me 
will ever beat a Sam's Club cake. Their cakes, there's just something about them. They are so good, but they are even better when they're frozen. Hear me out. A frozen cake, it just hits different. <laughs> it does. So if we ever have a birthday party or like someplace we're at and like there's, there's especially with Sam's cake involved, you can believe that it's going to come home with us and you can believe that Cammie is going to have it in the freezer um, super fast. Like, and then <laughs> usually the, that same night or the next day, she's going to be eating frozen cake. And yep. that yep. would definitely be her guilty pleasure. Yep. But if she doesn't have cake around, it's probably ice cream. Um, yeah, probably. That's your other go-to dessert. Yeah, usually. Um, for you, you don't really have a guilty pleasure. Caleb's just, if he wants candy. That's my whole life. Is yeah, literally. Guilty pleasure food. If he wants, but he's like, I mean, I guess you could like not, not just food, but you don't even have like a guilty pleasure. Like some of it for like, for some guys it'd be like playing video games yeah. or I don't know. Like you don't, you're not a big beer drinker, so you don't no. do that. Like, I don't know. You don't really like, no. you don't have anything. Yeah. I'm not your typical guy when it comes to that. Like I said, I, I mean, I, I'm not a gamer. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't played a game system in years. You don't like hard liquor, like whiskey or no, anything like I don't, that. I don't, I don't mind drinking, but I just, I don't have to, like I could go my whole life without drinking and it wouldn't affect me. Um, and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I don't really, I mean, nothing I can think of yeah. that's necessarily guilty pleasure. Nope. All right. We'll do a couple more here. All right. A couple more. All right. So, uh, let's see here. What was the favorite car your spouse has ever owned? The favorite car you've ever owned? Yep. What was my favorite car I've ever owned? Like I like I'm at like what I think your favorite would be, mm -hmm. or what's yep. my favorite? What's what you think my favorite car would be that I've ever owned? Oh, probably your stupid truck. <laughs> I hated that thing. That was awesome. No, it literally and like no offense to anybody, I promise you. It literally looked, if you saw this truck driving down the road, you would think a Hispanic person owns it. <laughs> that is the nicest way I can put it. So it was a Dodge Dakota Sport, and it was my favorite vehicle, so you are right in that. It was this tiny little truck. It had a V8 engine, so it was fast as could be, but it had a dual exhaust on it, so it was super oh gosh, loud. It was like you, so you could loud. hear it coming from like two miles away. Oh. Um, and then uh, it had the the long bench seat. So it was when we came and I were dating is when I had this. So Obviously, every guy wants a bench seat in a truck when they're dating their girl. And so I had that, and it was just – Cammie hated the truck but because of the looks of it and the loudness of it. Yeah. But, man, was it the funnest car I've probably ever had. It was that Dodge Dakota Sport. It was a blast. That thing was such a gas guzzler. It was. That thing it was a V8, so, yeah, yeah. it, it gas like crazy. But I love that truck. It was so, so fun. And yeah. I've always, and I've always wanted a truck and that was the only truck I've actually ever owned in my life. And so I think that was also why I liked it is because I always like just putting the tailgate down and having friends jump in the bed of the truck and hanging out. And that was the fun part. That was, I like, I like doing that. That so, was like the only best thing about the truck. Yeah. And so eventually I'll get another truck. Yeah. Uh, that's that's and, and much so, newer. That's and not so ghetto and not nicer so loud. looking. Yes. But yeah, I love the idea of having a truck, but that's the only one I've ever owned. So that's probably why it's my favorite. Yeah. As for you, um, I don't know. Cam's not a car person we're neither one no. of us are really car people at all no. if i were to say it'd probably be our new car like yeah. because like probably. it's a family car it's got space it, it's nice looking it's got it's nice looking <laughs> yeah because we talked in the previous episode we've always driven old clunkers yeah uh, so it's actually our first nice car we've owned like and it's got dual heating and air mm -hmm. it's got backup camera and so i would say our dodge journey that we have right now is probably been your favorite but you're not i mean neither one of us could care less yeah, what we drive no. but um i would say that would probably yeah, be i'd probably agree yeah, yeah. it would be Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Which one do I want to go with? Yeah, a couple of good ones. But you've already, I have some of the questions you were, we've already talked brought. about. Yeah. Okay. What is a surefire way to get on my nerves? To repeat stories. We've talked about that already. Um, <laughs> That's not going to get me like, I mean, yeah. I'm okay with that. It's not going to like. Yeah, it irks me, but it's not like something that's like frustrating. Cammies is anything to do with laziness. Like, <laughs> like if if someone's not willing to participate or help clean, or if like like for instance, like if I'm watching something on my phone, and she's like, "Hey, can you do this?" I'll be like, "Yeah, let me get to it in a minute," and I will get to it in a minute. 
But Cammy's idea of a minute is like in two point five seconds. Like, no, yes, it is. No, because yes, like Cammy, like Kim, can you take the trash out? Like, yeah, I'll, like let me finish this. And I'll be, I'll get to him like two. Because and he within, doesn't realize within five seconds, Cammy no. trying to take the trash out, and then she tries to make me feel bad <laughs> because he doesn't realize how fast five to ten minutes goes, and he's still over there. And I'm like, well, at this point. There's no, there's no reason to just sit around and keep waiting for him. And I'm usually trying to do something else, which is why I asked him in the first place. But by that time, I'm already done with what I was doing. So I'm like, I might as well just take it out anyway. Let's see. So Cammy's is anything to do with procrastination or laziness. Like, it's definitely Cammy's yeah. nerve thing. Yeah. What's mine? <laughs> Bad drivers. Yeah. For sure. If mm. you cut him off, if you are go oh his his thing he hates the most is slow turners <laughs> he will ride your butt if you are turning slow and yell at you because you are turning slow so much so that our daughter now catches on and will say from the back seat go cars go yep. gosh i always feel like people think if they turn more than one mile an hour they're gonna roll their car and it's like you can turn at a decent speed like it drives me net and so <laughs> Yeah, that, you, you ain't wrong about that one. And so, uh, here we go. How many kids does your spouse want? And how many uh, do you want? Well, we've always talked that we wanted three to five. And so we have two. And so we for sure want another one. Uh, but now I would say our we've both agreed that we would say three to four. Yeah, It's just going to depend on this next one. Whenever we are pregnant again, how that goes, how the birth goes, just, yeah, that situation. I'd agree. Yeah. Three to five uh, would be the wheelhouse we've always talked about. But now that we've had two, we're like, eh, five. If it's doubles, like somewhere, like twins somewhere, then that would be the one that would get us to yeah. five. But, um, probably but, not going to happen otherwise. <laughs> no, but otherwise, it'll probably be three or four. Yeah. Um, we'll just kind of know after the next one what is. All right. We got time mm. for one more. I'll let you choose it. How would you? How would I spend my ideal vacation? So Cammy's weird when it comes to vacations. She doesn't like, like I like the idea of going to the beach and like just sitting at the beach, playing in the water, like and like just relaxing on the beach. Like Cammy will never want that. Cammy wants to be active the whole time. She wants to be on hikes. She wants to be um, doing something physically fit. And so like when we went to Ireland, for instance, like the tour we went on. They're, they have a laid back tour where you kind of just sit back and relax and they have a physically fit tour. Like we went on the physically fit tour because that's Cammy's idea of a vacation is constantly moving. Like, and I like being busy. I don't like doing nothing on, but I'm okay with just, if I want to sit on the beach for a little while, I'll sit on the beach for a Cammy has no interest in doing something. So I would say anything that is, can incorporate fitness. So if we're in the mountains, like going to Colorado, she wants to go hiking or she wants to go to some trails or she wants to do something like that um and just staying busy like she wants to see the sights if she's out and about no i just i don't i will never understand people that go to like a beach and just sit for a week straight that sounds so boring to me i could never do that i could do it for a day I, I could do it for a day and just sit and enjoy and people watch. I'm not a book reader though either. Mm-hmm. So I will, you will never catch me like sitting down and like reading books. And like, if I'm going to read a book, it's going to be an audible book usually. Mm-hmm. Um, unless we like are going to Colorado or something. And I even haven't done that in years because we've had little kids, but then I'll, then I'll like take a book and like kind of read it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've done it in the past, but not recently. So yeah, if I'm going to do a book, it's going to be an audible audio book. Um, but yeah, I just, I, if I'm going somewhere, I want to like see the place and do things and be out. And I don't want to just sit inside a house mm-hmm. or on the beach or I don't know. It just does not seem exciting to me at all. Well, he looks probably, you're kind of like an in-between. Yeah. Like, yeah, you wouldn't mind doing that. You also like, you loved Ireland, like mm-hmm. hiking and seeing all that. Yeah. But Caleb would also like added, he would like to add a little bit more like history behind things if we're like going on a vacation doing stuff like wherever we go he wants to know like the history on it and like read up about it and like see things while we're there about the history or whatever and that would be more yours i would say yeah no disagreements well we'll get to the point where we wrap up we hope you guys took away something fun we just want to do a laid-back episode where we kind of just uh we've done a lot of storytelling episodes so kind of just a more fun off-the-wall questions episode and so um, as always, 
like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you can. It's always a huge blessing. We appreciate you guys more than you know. Yes, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, definitely, if you haven't already, follow our Instagram page. It is at the Hive Podcast 2 underscores. And yeah, we will catch you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.